0: guys welcome back to the podcast my name is Genesis Dela Cruz and today we have a very special guest especially someone very close to my heart we have my mom with us today mom introduce yourself hello hello I miss
1: to meet Genesis mom to everybody else Gigi's mom (laughs) Tanya
0: hope everybody's having a great friday tgif (laughs) um today we have a very special podcast um i'm really excited for this podcast i feel like we're getting a different point of view and today we're going to be talking about a journey of a parent recognizing mental health within their children and i'm one i'm one out of three so this is going to be very interesting to go through so i hope you guys enjoy all righty you ready Ready or not, we call it. (laughs) Okay, so first question I want to ask you, Mom, is what was your perception of mental health before I was struggling with it? What was your, was mental health to you before anything happened? Honestly, um,
1: to me, it was more, in my head, I guess, uh, adult-based. You know, I didn't really feel children. Um, could go through such a thing or I mean I guess I kind of not put an age limit on it but um, a maturity and life kind of thing on it I thought only adults could deal with such issues you know or or anything in this nature um, so I didn't really think of any of my kids or having this type of issue or this type of um, you wouldn't even call it a, um, disability or anything, Mm -hmm. you know, just this kind of challenge. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect any of my children to be experiencing it or, um, so, um, I always thought it was kind of a mind over matter thing for those that did have to deal with it as in, as long as you told yourself you're fine, you'll be fine. And you just, you know, everything will be fine and get over it. Exactly. Um, We never, you know, it was never talked about or, or your struggles were your business kind of thing. So, um, I, I. I just really saw it as based in that sense, I guess.
0: I think with generation changes too, I feel like we've grown completely different as far as technology becomes a big part, social media. So I feel like having that aspect of adulting was also an eye opener for you in a sense of mental health was something only adults can experience. Right. So I think, especially now with the generation where we have. Technology, social media, oh, yeah. we have, you know, so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with the whole. It wasn't talked about as much, which is the reason we raise awareness for situations like this, right? So I completely agree with your statement. Yeah, i I totally agree with that. I think all of that
1: has, um, increased a hundred percent and has just kind of lost a lot of people in it, and it makes me kind of sad to see because you know you always think of, oh my God, what are my grandkids going to have to deal with in the future? So mm-hmm. But I think for that reason, I just thought it was really adult-based because I guess me as a child, I didn't have the issues that are nowadays.
0: Right. So you mentioned earlier how you kind of didn't expect it to happen within children or your children in general. So when did you first realize that I was struggling with my mental health myself? Um, I mean, looking back at it
1: now that I can see that you're dealing with it a lot more now as an adult i had to sit back and recollect myself you as a child mm-hmm. and me thinking like okay maybe as a child there were warning signs or or and i just totally uh you know was oblivious to or missed to just because of of how i foresaw mental health itself mm-hmm. um so Recollecting on it, I could say probably, yeah, you you were a child. I mean, um, you're a child of divorce, you know, that alone itself caused a lot of a lot of issues or um over time led to like we talked about social anxiety due to um, social media or um you know lack of self-confidence that I started seeing in you as a child now. And Mm -hmm. and you know, it's just I, you know, had to literally self-reflect on you from childhood to now and really be like, I can't pinpoint a time, but I can, I picture now more times or have memories of times where the warning signs were there Mm -hmm. when you were younger.
0: I feel, I feel the same. I feel like it took me a while myself to realize how long I was struggling because I think when I do get my anxiety attacks or panic attacks, obviously I'm able to see them or know when I'm having them right as when I was a kid it was more so like you're freaking out just calm down so I think it took me a while myself to realize I feel like this is something I've been struggling with for quite some time because it's like you said divorce was very was brought on at my very young age for myself I was I think still in diapers I believe so I think that alone is one of those things that's like dang like when you come to realization it's been quite a while that yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I just kind of sad to sit back and reflect on, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what was your now that we're kind of identifying when it began or when those warning signs came along, when was your process? What was your thought process when you confirmed, hey, my you know, my kid is struggling and like they're not okay or I'm not okay? Um, I mean, like I said, I know the root of it. Yes, you were very
1: young when, you know, divorce happened, but you getting a little bit older or going, you know, into childhood, into, you know, teens, into, it still just wasn't an easy transition for you, no matter what, you know, that family unit to you wasn't there and, and, you know, um, unfortunately things weren't made easy for you as in, you know, the co-parenting end of it unfortunately and all that stuff um I just thought you know with time you would maybe grow out of it, or maybe when you're little oh she's just having a tantrum like a phase type of thing correct Mm -hmm. I literally just thought oh it's just a phase and she'll get over it it's the issues you know once this issue is over with you know she'll be fine or um so it took me a while to really confirm that you were not okay. You know, Um, your self-confidence started going down. um, Anti, you know, you totally antisocial when once before you
0: were, you know, just um, little things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that's crazy too, because you also come to realization how far one little traumatic event, can take you as far as your mental health because I feel like you struggle and you go through trauma and it's one of those things like you mentioned maybe she'll get over it maybe it's just this happened it'll be fine but in reality I think those traumas tend to stay with you and I think they're definitely triggers for myself oh yeah that that's when we come to realize like hey like this happened when she was so little because we've had our talks where I mentioned like things from the past and it's like dang that's so crazy like that's still stuck with you mm-hmm. because I feel like that definitely contributes to your mental health in general right Right. With those past traumas oh yeah and then
1: you know unfortunately it's going to lead to or or you know go into your future relationships or f- whether it be relationships friendships whatever it may be it's Hopefully something you don't carry with you forever, but mm-hmm. I mean, something only you and you part of the journey, down, part yeah. of your journey. Right.
0: And what were your initial ideas of how to help me when you kind of came to terms with my mental health? Um, I would have to say,
1: I mean, at first initial, initially I was like, okay, we need to maybe look into therapy.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I mean which is always the first. Always route. The first.
1: Right. Like medically or therapy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of those. Um, and you know, I sat back and reflected on it too and just realized that that for you, I'm not saying for everybody, but for you, it really wasn't an option you're open to um at that time or still at this time. So you know, that's where I started having to help you as an okay, you need to meditate, maybe, Mm -hmm. or maybe, okay, you know, my infamous, you know, take deep breaths, you're gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. Just breathe, you know, concentrate on your breathing, close your eyes, let's relax, you know, that doesn't make them, you know, easier, but or hopefully it does make it easier, actually.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. But it
1: helps it pass a little bit more quicker or it helps your mind busy keep busy on something else and what is at the issue in that point causing you to have that attack or or you know be in anxiety mode or mm-hmm. um just I really think that that maybe helped you mm-hmm. you know
0: I completely agree with the fact and I do want to commend you in a sense that Because I'm sure as a parent, it's not easy either to get a text Or when I text you, Mm -hmm. I'm so antsy right now or I'm going through it. So I commend you definitely with tips and tricks and teach me my ways on how to relax and calm down because I feel like those panic attacks and anxiety attacks can feel so lonely. Mm -hmm. But I think as a parent, I commend you in a sense that, hey, we're going through it together, like breathe, relax. So I definitely commend you for that, mom. Hi five. You. you go, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Um our next question. After going through this process with me, how would you recommend other parents to help their children? Mm-hmm. I guess some tips and tricks or I think the first step in
1: anything, whether it be you on your end realizing what was happening and me on my end as a parent is just acknowledging it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Um Like I said, I didn't acknowledge it from the beginning. Um, And I don't know if right away you were able to acknowledge it. Maybe you just, I mean, I I can't answer for you, but I think just step number one and any side of the perspective is just acknowledge what's going on. Mm -hmm. Don't overlook it. Don't think, oh, it's just going to pass or, oh, it's not going to happen again, or I'll just get over it. So I think acknowledging it is step number one on any side of the perspective. Mm -hmm. um after you acknowledge it you kind of have to i felt i needed to just be accepting of it Mm -hmm. accept what was happening um find more knowledge and get to why it's happening um but accepting of it and and it's a horrible thing to accept and embrace but we have to Mm -hmm. i realized that i really really have to accept and embrace it um and help you just find triggers um. Maybe it was okay. The divorce, or maybe it was you know things going on at school, or just help find triggers to help kind of help you eliminate those triggers. Mm-hmm. Um and be patient. Mm-hmm totally be patient is what I can tell parents. Just be patient right away. You're not going to know the answer. You're not going to know why you're not going to know when you're not going to know how you're not going to, you just have to be patient and, and a day at a time.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. 100%. I feel like acknowledging is the very first step towards healing or towards overall trying to go through that journey of healing right because you can't truly heal without accepting the fact that you're hurting oh oh so, can oh, we get I some like can we get some snaps, I snaps left, in the room um so um how did knowing i was not okay affect you what the effect did it have on you
1: as it, it a mom Or as a person? Well, totally questioned. I began to question myself as a mom, actually. And in all reality, Um, did I do something wrong? Am I part of the problem? Um, Could I have prevented it? Um, Question everything about myself as, as a whole. But yeah, definitely as being your mom. You know, am I not protecting her enough? Um, am um, just am I one of the triggers? Mm-hmm. you know, just all of that if if um you question you know, I just questioned myself as a whole, actually at that point, and as a mother and as our you know our parental ways or everything, I just began to question to be honest, and
0: knowing, I guess. Seeing or hearing that effect that I had on you personally, how would you recommend other parents to cope with their children struggling with mental health? Um,
1: everybody's gonna have a different
0: style, I guess. How
1: I'm helping you cope with yours is not gonna work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may or may not, I should say, I guess. I don't know if my coping mechanisms that I'm trying to help you or or are are going to be are going to contribute to somebody else's having children deal with it mm-hmm. um just I guess us as parents too have to be selfish and make sure we're okay too that way we can help our children make sure they're okay mm-hmm. you know I feel like um mentally you know me and myself my mental health is gonna hopefully rub up on you and and try to help you have a little bit less anxiety, or
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you know, because having a stressed parent or an overworked parent or a, you know whatever rub up on your child isn't going to help them either. Mm-hmm. So I just think, um, us mentally as parents, you know, need to be in the right frame of mind, also, that way we can hopefully help you with your struggles.
0: Mm-hmm. I never, I think that's why I was so excited for this podcast because we're genuinely getting a parent point of view because you think, or many people, many parents in general, I feel like have the idea of, I mean, children, children always come first, but I think in reality, you have to put yourself first because how are you going to care for your children if you can't prioritize also yourself at times? So I really like the fact that you brought that up because I think as children too, especially in this generation, we don't realize the importance that we're not always the only ones hurting. You know, our parents hurt seeing us hurt, but in reality, how do we know ourselves that our parents weren't hurting before that? So I think putting the word out there in a sense of prioritizing yourself is key is definitely such a good point to make within this conversation. Um. Did my mental health journey affect your parenting style? For those who didn't hear in the beginning, she's a mother of three. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. Because all three of
1: you are complete opposites, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the age gaps. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what? I was, I mean. Well, first of all, I want to say the age <laughs> gaps are, what is it? 23, no, 23, 23. to 20, which is older sister me and then it's 20 and a six-year-old may I add (laughs) so that's that's kind of odd too in a sense of that parenting style because now you knowing as we just mentioned earlier that you noticed from a very young age of me how do you like how did that affect your parenting style with younger brother with your brother or in general older sister too
1: like I say it's all different because you're all totally different Mm -hmm. um the difference between you and your sister and your brother are obviously you know the like the millennial gaps Mm -hmm. you know um even back in your days there was like a little bit of social media and bullying as opposed now I'm like oh my god like you know your brother's knowing about youtube and tiktoks and and kids are so much meaner now or um I just kind of learned through you I guess in a sense also or what was happening with you not to be kind of that overbearing mom as in you know before I'd be like are you okay like do you need anything do you want anything Mm -hmm. you know constant reassurance now I kind of give everybody their space or even with you you know um I would constantly check on you are you doing okay do you need anything how's it going today how's your day today how are we feeling today and I had to sit back and realize wait a minute maybe I'm making her think of this too much now so take a step back
0: mm-hmm. and you know I I personally feel that that's also a key point that I can get from a child's perspective to a parent is if you're aware of your child struggling, Don't walk away at first. I think have that mindset of checking in rather than stepping back and it's like let them handle that on their own. I guess take that step yourself to be like, hey, what do you, you know, are you okay? Kind of catch the vibes there because I feel those, excuse me, I feel those little like, are you okay moments are the biggest thing. Again, I can't speak for everybody or every teen or every pre-adult, whatever that is going through this. But at the same time, as someone who went through it, those are you okay texts or how was your day text? Like those little, I guess, comments or those little reassurances. hello reassurances, they make some of the biggest differences. Even the littlest things as, as I've said, it, I've said it in previous podcasts before, like even just smiling at some random kid at school or, you know, wishing somebody a good day like those little things are so important so I feel as a kid myself and having my parent constantly tell me like are you okay or have a great day Checking like that communication oh, is absolute key you. to me I feel we'll see,
1: I'm learning something new today
0: <laughs> we are look at us <laughs> okay so expect a text every day every hour on an hourly basis still in the same house well, I'm in the living room and you're in the kitchen. <laughs> um, Mom, and if you can tell parents one thing about mental health, what would you tell them? Or what piece of advice can you tell the parents out there? Um, watch
1: for signs. Mm-hmm. Watch for signs. You know, it could be the littlest thing as in, Oh, you know, my kid's just being a kid and they just want to be in the room or, oh, my kid's just being a, you know, or a teenager and they just, they don't want to go anywhere with us anymore. They just want to hang out at the house or, oh, you know, they don't hang out with their friends like they used to, or they don't want to go to a football game. They don't want to do anything or anything. Um, just be aware, um, changing grades um anything anything any you know slight changes or not even slight just some are just drastic and we're just so much into adulting and we're like blindsided. that we're totally blindsided Mm -hmm. totally Mm -hmm. you know and it's not us saying or I you know me saying I'm not paying attention or I'm not taking the time or I'm not putting in the effort just adulting and parenting and working you know it's 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 um, takes up a lot of our time Mm -hmm. so we just really need to be aware of what's going on and what changes and and sit down and talk and you know even if our kids don't want to talk okay why don't our kids want to talk you know it's that kind of thing where Mm -hmm. little signs like that could could be obvious as well, you know. I think with you two, um little things with you started changing later too. Like we'd be like, oh my God, I'm so nauseated or oh my God, like I have a headache. And right away, you know, Google's our lovely best friend. I would Google, like, could these be signs of anxiety or is this a sign of a panic attack? And I would find out like, oh my God, these are totally signs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so you know, little signs and changes like that too, or now that I'm more aware of what's happening as opposed to just being oblivious to it.
0: Right. I feel like also I want to kind of go back to generations, obviously, big generation change in general, technology, we mentioned social media, but kids, you know, I personally went through a bullying situation in middle school where. I had to transfer schools and stuff. And I feel like that also gives me that trigger for my low self-esteem, my confidence, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel what I can give, like me personally, if I had to give advice to a parent, it would just be to take everything seriously. And Mm -hmm. I feel, especially in such a month like this, which mom, I don't know if you're aware, it's suicide awareness month, but it's just going back to those signs in a sense take them so serious because i feel like there was times where i would tell friends or a parent where it's just one of those things that's like mom like i'm not hungry or whatever and it was just so out of character and it was just like yeah she's just not hungry or yeah, yeah she just wants to chill at home today right. which now that we have a, a I have a 6 year old brother and our weekends are basically packed every day with games and stuff like me wanting to stay home is very rare yeah so when i do want to stay home it's just i feel like you've already kind of got attached to the whole okay what's going on because and that's totally true uh-huh. i totally agree with that because mm-hmm. even sometimes i'll or you know
1: i even have to force you like genesis you know you're not going out with one of your friends or um oh i'm sorry gg you know <laughs> <laughs> she, she hates genesis either or works. way either <laughs> or works. you know um hang out with your friends or once you, you don't know, want to go have dinner with somebody or, Hey, that movie came out or, mm-hmm. Oh, there's a, you know, a UTEP game or, or you, you should go check it out or, mm-hmm. you know, now you're right. And those are the days that I feel that I push you a little bit more to do something mm-hmm. as opposed to just be a homebody and do absolutely nothing and stay in your room and just, you know. Do i mean i understand those days are going to happen and i need to let you have that day but at the same time i just can't sit around and let it and let it progress or let it just you know no i need your mind going you need your mind going okay let's get out of this rut let's go
0: i like that topic too as far as a parent too is taking action towards it rather than letting it sit for such a long time and it just kind of worsen on its own right so I think taking action as a parent is such a for good first step as well. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, this could lead to oh, so many,
1: you know, we don't want to ever get there, but major depression or, you know, anything like that. But mm-hmm. like we say, it, it the world is a different time nowadays. And unfortunately, it makes me so sad to see this whole social media and um so many kids, unfortunately, committing suicide. And I just, I can't imagine these parents, Mm -hmm. you know, that are having to deal with this. And, and I just, it breaks my heart to see that kids your age and not younger are struggling with the struggles that they're struggling nowadays.
0: Now that you kind of seen, I'm a Gen Z in case you didn't know, mom. Yes. Now that you've seen obviously a Gen Z person struggle mentally and especially them being your own child if you can change the way you handled my mental health journey would you change anything knowing things that you don't know I think I
1: I would definitely I mean it's always
0: one of those things man if I could go back into time mm-hmm. we would um I feel like we say that a lot oh um,
1: yeah definitely
0: that also goes back to communication as a kid with their parent. I feel that because it does it does sadden me to hear that you kind of questioned yourself as a mom. And I think the first thing a parent should do in general when they notice is don't do that. I think the best way to do is literally how you said, find that trigger. Hey, what's going on? Do you want to talk? Like, you know, it's because again, it's, you don't know traumas. You don't know if, you know, And unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Maybe sometimes it doesn't happen the way you want it to go in a sense of we probably don't want to talk about it at that time. Mm -hmm. But I think the appearances don't have that negative thought yet until you 100% kind of get that communication transparency between the child and you. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, as far as, I think it just all comes down to trauma. And I think that's something that we both experienced, but it just took, longer on your end to kind of see that this wasn't just a phase type of issue was that like one of your biggest like trauma issues you think the co-parenting yeah I think co-parenting and then we had we also well don't forget we also co-parented kind of far away from each other because we were in a certain area and then another home was in another area Mm -hmm. and then um we have obviously you know our family stuff or. Um, sibling interactions unfortunately, things don't work out that way, the way that we want them to. But ultimately, I feel as far as my panic attacks and my anxiety attacks, I feel like there's just the randomest things. I feel like my anxiety attacks, like I'll get them at restaurants you've seen me, parties, or sometimes I just don't want to go anywhere. Panic attacks, I feel like my panic attacks do have more triggers when I start to overthink things, like Mm. the co parenting, or when I get caught up in. Who's mad at me? Is somebody mad at me? Or, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe that goes back to like your self confidence or, mm-hmm. you know. I think that also, too. I, I, I think your heart is just too big that you just yeah. want everybody's approval mm-hmm. and you don't want to make anybody upset or you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or, you know, but I think you ultimately. Like you say, in any situation, like you said earlier, you know, us as parents, we have to prioritize ourselves individually. Mm-hmm. That way we can take care of everybody else. I think you have to realize the same too as the yeah. child. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to prioritize yourself and how I've always told you, you know, I can't change your feelings. Mm-hmm. Your feelings are your feelings, and nobody's going to take that away from you, and nobody's going to change that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you yourself, you know, put yourself as a priority too you have to you have to it's not a matter of being selfish it's not a matter of of anything like that you I've always told you you do you Mm -hmm. that way you can take care of yourself mentally physically everything you do you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: don't worry about who's going to be offended or am I going to hurt their feelings are they going to be upset or why are they upset or or you know because that's gonna overwhelm you Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that's gonna overtake your mind and you're just gonna get caught up in it
0: I agree you know so I guess just prioritizing in general as a parent as a kid so that's something we can relate as in what's so similar is just prioritizing and communication is key as far as that relationship between child and parent yeah yeah look at us look at us communicating mom (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're already taking a big step in our <laughs> our family ship. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, thank but, you so much, mom. I appreciate you being on this podcast and I'm excited to see what parents reach out to us because we have had those moments and I feel like it's important for them to also get, as much as we like to give tips to first day back at school, going back to college. Mm-hmm. It's important because we also have young parents too who yeah, may be going through some stuff with their youngins. Mm-hmm. Definitely. but thank you so much mom i appreciate you i appreciate your time no thank you may the journey continue and i love you and i wouldn't want to go through this journey but with anybody else but you oh i love you Bob. you're so sweet <laughs> oh my gosh like thank you guys so much for joining this podcast i had a lot of fun and i'm so excited for everybody to hear this our whole group is excited for you guys to hear this and more content to come so Feel free to look through our page as far as any other podcast you guys wish to view. Thank you again to my wonderful mom, Tanya, for joining us today. And we hope you guys have a great day, great week. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.